Hey y'all, welcome to the Feeling Station. I am your host, Daytra M. Cooley. Let me go and take these off, y'all. I'm so excited. This is my first segment of whew, Uncensored, y'all. And I call it Uncensored because, you know what, I just want to be me. <laughs> and sometimes we try to edit things and make it seem like it, you know, with me, you just, it, it is what you, you get, what you get. I am who I am. And I'm super, super excited that, that. So my introduction is, hey, y'all, welcome to the Feeling Station. I am your host, Daytra M. Cooley, Miss Didi, that is, to my friends and family. And y'all know what? Today's topic, our first topic is on relationships. Y'all, relationships are so important. And if we can't establish that, and it's in every area of our lives every area and I want to give you like three things you know I try to give you something that I can relate to three things that I have experienced three things that I've I've learned with relationships but let's get started so listen y'all I was talking you know to a friend of mine and we were talking about how you know back in the day relationships older people they took they they took their relationships very very serious you know they you know when things got tough they toughed it out they stuck in they hung in there you know especially when they had children involved and you know they did whatever whatever it is they had to do to make the relationship work nowadays I think something has happened. It's like it's been a gener- a generational shift or something. You know, it's just not the same. But I, I, one of the things that I can say that, you know, I have learned about looking at relationships for people that's been married 50, 60, 70 years, you know, and, and that's commitment. So that's one of the things that, you know, definitely one of the things I wanted to talk about today. And, and, and I'm going to give you, I call it CCT. Commitment, commitment, let me say that, communication and trust. And we may give some little highlights in there, but the main goal, main thing is this, commitment, communication and trust. And one of the things that I have learned is one time, first, okay, first of all, you have to identify your position in this relationship, you know, what's your position? What What is it? Where do you stand in the relationship? And I'm going to give you an example exactly of what I'm talking about. Are you the girlfriend, the boyfriend, the the wife, the husband, the boo thing, the booty call? What is your position in this relationship? Because if you don't understand what your position is, then it's going to be exceptionally hard to be fully committed to communication, commitment, and trust. Because you, you got to know where you stand. You know, and a lot of times we go in, I see people in relationships and they really don't know, well, this is just a side thing for me or this just, I'm not really serious about this. And why are you in a relationship then? Let me tell you something, I don't have time. Time is something that we can never, ever get back. I'm not going to spend year after year with the person that I'm not committed to. I'm not going to spend year after year with the person that I don't see myself with long term and and, and, in line of marriage or extended periods of time. And I, I hear so many people say, you know. I don't, yeah, I like them, and I, I, but I don't see them as somebody that I will marry. Then what are you with them for if you don't see that you, that's somebody that you will marry? Now, again, you got to go back and identify the relationship. If that's your goal in the beginning, you're only wasting time. 
Time is something that you will never, ever get back. You've got to learn to identify your position in the relationship. So that that's that's key. I, I need you to understand that. That is key. Understanding what your position is in the relationship and discovering who who you are and what you play in this role here. Because in a relationship it's gonna take two. And it's and, and we're gonna get there, you know, two people doing the exact same thing. And sometimes that's not easy to do, but it is doable and you have to work at it daily. I said daily, every single day. So let this I, we, we said that communication, commitment, and trust. Those are the three things that we're gonna talk about. Communication, commitment, and trust. I call it CCT. Communication, commitment, and trust. If you don't get nothing else today, remember communication, commitment, and trust. So, what communication? When I, when I say communication, that means you have to be able to carry on a conversation with a, with with your other party in this in the relationship. When I say other party, male, female. You have to be able to communicate with them. And when I say communicate, that means we should be able to talk. And when I talk to you and you talk to me, we should be able to 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 talk. And you understand what I'm saying. I understand what you're saying. You get my language. I get your language. We good. Now, if I'm talking to you and, and I'm speaking Spanish and you don't know Spanish, then we're not communicating. Because the only thing we, I'm doing is speaking a language and you not understanding what I'm saying. And that's going to be exceptionally hard. So you've got to make sure that you understand communication, how to effectively communicate with the other person. And communication does not mean a yelling match when we have a heated argument or, you know, or blocking out. I don't want to hear what you got to say. That's not communicating. Definitely not communicating effectively. In other words, really, it's only going to cause a problem because if we can't talk about it, we really got some issues. So, we definitely have to work on communication. And that's one of the things that my husband and I, when we first got together, I said, you know what? If nothing else, we're going to learn how to communicate with one another. That means if I need to talk or he need to talk, we're going to talk about it versus having something escalate that could have been avoided when all we really had to do was talk about it. And one of the things I can say that I really, really like about my husband is if I go to him and say, well, babe, I need to talk to you about something. I don't care what he's doing. If he's in there watching TV, he has muted the TV. So he or there's been times he's actually turned the TV off, but he will mute the TV just so that he could hear what I am saying. And I don't talk loud. You know, he needs to understand what I'm saying. So therefore, I don't have to ask him, can you turn the TV off? When I say I need to talk with you, I need to talk to you about something. He honors that by turning off the sound so he can pay his attention to what it is that I have to say. And that is communication. That means he's willing to listen to what I have to say, regardless to what he may be, whatever's going on. If I come to him and say, okay, I need to talk, then we need to talk. So evidently it's something on my mind that we need to talk about. And I thank God for that. I thank God that he's willing to do that, but we have to learn how to communicate effectively and that makes a major difference because a lot of people can't talk to one another if I how can I be in a relationship with you when I can't even talk to you 
That don't even make sense. But you have so many people that struggle in this area of communication. And it's very, very important. And we've got to learn that yelling is not communicating. You talking while I'm talking is definitely not communicating. Meaning you didn't hear what I said and I show nothing here what you said because you're trying to prove your point. I'm trying to prove my point. And guess what? We are not getting anywhere. We are wasting time. This is getting ready to be unproductive and it's only going to add fuel to the fire. So one of the things that you definitely have to work on is effectively communicating, talking, expressing how you feel with the other person. And that person should respect that this is how you feel, being if they think it's right or wrong. It is how you feel. People cannot tell you how you feel or how you should feel. This is how you're feeling at the time. So if nothing else, if he came to me and said, well, I felt like you did X, Y, and Z. Well, that wasn't my intention. So what did I do to make you feel that way? So I need to go back and see, okay, well, what did I do to make you feel that way? So effectively communicating and listening and paying attention to what the other the person is saying I think that's where we miss it at was just paying attention because sometimes you know we get so caught up doing so many other things that we fail to stop and listen communication involves listening and not always talking sometimes it's best to not talk so you can make sure that you understand exactly what the other person is saying and uh, yeah we miss that a lot so in, in communicating and communication one of the things that we have to learn to do is respect the other person. You know, if, if that, if it's something that's affecting them or bothering them, respect their decision, respect that this is where they are. You know, even if you felt like you didn't do anything wrong and you're trying to defend yourself and do X, Y, and Z, this is how they perceived it. So if nothing else, there's a respect factor when it comes to communication. You should always be able to communicate effectively and respect. Respect the other person's feelings, how they feel, how they perceived it, even if it wasn't the right way, that even if it came out. Sometimes that's one of the things I have to work on is my delivery. Because it's not that I intend to do, you know, or say, but I have to be exceptionally careful how it comes out. Because once words come out, you can't go back and press rewind and say, let me get that back. It don't work like that. And I'm going to tell y'all some women, I'm going to tell you this. That man, he may not say anything at the moment when you didn't say it X, Y, and Z. But I can assure you, he is pressing rewind in his mind. And he's thinking about everything that you didn't say. And just when you thought everything was just all good and all, you know, he's going to bring that back up. He, he's he's going to come back when well, you did this and you said this. And here you is, you didn't thought and forgot all about it and thought everything was good because he didn't say nothing at the moment. No, he just putting that in his mental Rolodex. So when he come back, oh, but you did this. Come on now. We can't do that. I mean, although we do it, we can't do that. We need to work on that. Respecting one another, listening to one another, and effectively communicating with the other party in a relationship. I'm telling you, this is a key issue. And if you expect it to work, if you want it to work, if you want it to go and move forward into a positive and productive place, communication is the key. Communication is the key. So number two, I said CCT communication. The next thing will be commitment. Y'all listen, (laughs) 
one of the things I, I have realized is everybody is not fully committed. And when you are committed and they are not committed, this is an unbalanced relationship. And when I say unbalanced, that means you must do 100%. They must do 100%. And if you doing 50 and they doing 50, then that's not 100 that, no, we both have to do 100, 100. 100 in this situation plus 100 equals 100. That means we're both giving 100%. Because if you're giving half and they're only, they're giving a whole, it's still unbalanced. And so many times we have so many people that are giving, 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 and we have so many takers, 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 and they're not getting back. They're, they're not getting back what they've put in, and it causes a problem because of that it causes so much frustration because they're not getting back what they're putting in but I'm telling you it really takes commitment and you being able to effectively communicate if nothing else effectively communicating and commitment so what no let me tell you this lord have mercy y'all know see I have my I make cups so you may see these from time to time but when I take it, that, that just means I have to pause for a minute. Because this right here, it's, it's, it's really, when I say commitment and fully committed, I don't do part-time relationships. Either we're going to be together fully or we're not going, we're not doing this. I'm not, I don't want no outside influence. I don't want you doing this on the slide and you hiding behind my back doing X, Y, and Z. I'm not dealing with any of that. One, I'm too old. I ain't got time for that. But two, that means that you don't respect, you, you, you don't respect the relationship. You don't respect me. If I got to go back and do, and we're going to get back in that trust thing. If I got to keep going behind you, uh-uh, that, that's, that doesn't work. That's unproductive. That, that means, look, I, I, they, I'm not an investigator. Now, I can be an investigator, but that's not my position. That's not my job in this relationship. So one of the things that I'm really must say that part time, part time, that, that don't work for me. I need a fully committed relationship and it comes from both parties. You doing your part and them doing their part. So I, I, I said no outside influence. Let me tell y'all some ladies, stop going to that girl or that guy or whomever you going to, to get your advice, especially if they not in a relationship themselves, how they going to give you information, advice on relationships and they single. How is it they going to tell you what you should do and how you should do and how you should be and they by themselves? Obviously, it wasn't working for them because they're not in a relationship. So how is it that you don't listen to what they got to say and it didn't work for them? You got to be careful what you let influence you and who you let influence you. Be careful where you're getting your information from. Because truthfully, a lot of people don't want to see you do good. And misery loves company. When they're, you're not happy, they're not happy, they may not want you to be happy. They may say they want you to be happy, but that's something to think about. And it goes back to me saying this right here. You got to watch the fellow in your ship. Everybody they say they got your back really don't have your back. So you need to be exceptionally careful at that stuff. Watch where you're getting your influence from, your advice from. Because, you know, everybody ain't, ain't uh-uh. That, that everybody don't need to know that. And stop telling your business to everybody. Everybody don't need to know that. And you wonder why? 
You wonder why? Because you look, you're telling everything, stop doing that. And you know, I'm not saying don't have selective people. That's yes. But everybody don't need to be in your relationship. Everybody don't need to know your business. Everybody don't need to know what's going on in your household. What's going on in your household is in your household. No outside influence. Be exceptionally careful with that. And I said, stop letting people tell you how you should be in your relationship. Stop allowing them to come in and and alter. I said poison, you know, stop allowing them to contaminate your relationship when they're not in a relationship. You got to be careful with that. So we talked about communication and commitment, commitment and communication. So the next thing is trust. (laughs) Trust. Y'all. That's an area that we just, so many people struggle with trust. Now, one of the things I can truly say is I trust my husband and I I believe wholeheartedly that he trusts me. You know, I don't have to secretly go behind his back and do X, Y, and Z. I don't have to pretend to be X, Y, and Z. I, I am who I am. He loves me because I am who I am. And I don't have to pretend to do anything. I don't have to secretly go back and not have my phone out. He has my passwords to everything. One, I can't remember them. Let's say that. But... I don't have to hide anything for him. My phone can be sitting right beside him and he won't even pick it up. He, unless I ask him, can you check X? What can you check and see who that was? I was waiting on a call. or I was waiting on a message from such and such, but there's times to where my phone could go off and he won't even pick it up at all. Don't have to fumble through or any of that stuff because there's a trust. We built a trust foundation in the beginning. And if your relationship is not built on trust, I'm telling you, you are sinking. It's going to come down really, really quick. There's no way that you can be with somebody that you truly don't trust. If you don't trust them, then why are you wasting your time? Why are you wasting your energy trying to patch up and make this work? A relationship is built on trust. And you know what? Ladies, I'm going to tell you this right now. Men, they show us signs when something ain't right. Now, it's up to you what you do with the signs. Because I'm a pattern. I pay attention to patterns. I learned stock market doing that. Because I pay attention to patterns. And and. I pay, I look at when something changed about the pattern, that makes me wonder, oh, something shifted, something changed. Relationships the same way. If that person used to do X, Y, and Z, then all of a sudden he stopped doing X, Y, and Z, hold up, wait a minute, something ain't right. Something ain't right. He's telling you right then, something is not right. So you need to pay attention to the signs. If he come home at 630 every day and then all of a sudden he start coming home 9, 10, 12. Come on now. The cycle has been broken. He Something's wrong. He's doing something different. The circle ain't right. You need to pay attention to what's going on. So that's my little secret. I already told my kid. Look, I told my son. I said, let me tell you something. We pay attention to patterns. When your pattern change, that lets me know that something ain't right. So you got to be exceptionally careful with that. You know, he they give us signs. It's up to you what you do with the sign. And now, just like, well, let me let me go on to get this out there. Let me let me go on to clear that up so people don't even think. Mm-mm. So, just because somebody else did you wrong. Don't take it out on that person, on the next person. And that's where we we fail 
to cut off one relationship before we go into another relationship. We fail. What we do is drag this situation into this situation. And here it is. This person is paying for something that they didn't even do. But because this person did it, you making them pay for something that they didn't do. Which is not fair to that person. They didn't do it. But yet and still, you making them pay for it because it reminds you of what the other person did. So you could have a really, really good person and you could really be pushing them away because of what you've been through in your past. And if you're not ready for that relationship, it's best that you heal first before dragging into jumping. I ain't going to say dragging. Well, before jumping into another relationship. You have to be exceptionally careful with that because it could be a good relationship, but because you wasn't ready for it or because your heart wasn't right, it could cause a good situation to be a bad situation and it's just bad. So you have to be careful with that. So look, we're talking, look, communication, commitment, and trust. And if you don't have those things in a relationship, then you need to sit back and examine where am I missing it at? Where are we missing in it? And you know, it's nothing going it's nothing wrong with going back re-examining your relationships. Am I able to communicate with this person? Am I able to trust this person? Can I trust this person? You know, and if trust has been broken, I'm telling you, that's a really hard place to rebuild because pain is something that we can all relate to. And when we have been hurt, we go back to that initial pain no matter what. And you may say, no, I don't do that. Yes. When you've been burned once, you remember the first time that you were burned. So every time you go near that stove and it feels somewhat warm, even though you hadn't touched the fire yet, touched it yet. See, I have a gas stove, so you ain't touched that flame yet. So it reminds you of the first time that you had you got burned. Stop making that person pay for those things. So if you're not ready, be man enough or woman enough to say, I need to heal. I need to get myself right before I take you you and me both down this journey you know if trust is an area that's been broken i need some time to to work on on trusting you and sir ma'am whichever one broke the trust you have to be willing enough to allow them to to get to that place of trusting you again you can, if you did something to to break that trust or cause that distrust, you have to. Okay, it's going to take some time for that person to say, "Yeah, I trust you again," because they've been burned. I mean, if you've been burned, you remember it too. But let me. Okay, uh, there's a flip side to that. So, women, men, whoever, man, woman, boy, girl. If that person come to you and genuinely ask for forgiveness and 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 trusting, you know. You can't keep throwing up in their face what they didn't did and how they didn't did what they didn't did. You can't keep doing that because if you say, if I say I forgave you, then I forgave you. There's a difference between forgiving and forgetting. And, and that's, I think that's where we, we, we tend to, there's a line between forgiving and forgetting. You're going to remember those things, but you're not going to bring them up every time they do something wrong, especially when it fits your situation. Hmm. That's something to think about, especially when it fits your situation. One, I always try to think, look, I want to treat people the way I want to be treated. And I wouldn't want people constantly doing that to me. So I have to be careful at how I respond. Yes, they did this. No, I didn't trust them. I'm working on trust. And if I say I'm willing to work on the relationship, that means I'm willing to work on trust. Then I must be willing to adjust 
you know, I, I did a whole chapter in my book, chapter three on making adjustments because in your relationship, you're going to have to make some adjustments. And a lot of times some people just think it's all about, oh, how I want it, when I want it, because it is, it's not always like that. You are taking two different situations, two different people, two different backgrounds. You were raised this way. I was raised this way. I have this belief. You have this belief. I'm telling we're trying to bring all of my junk and all of your stuff and try to compile it together and cause a relationship or build a relationship. Do you know how difficult that is? Do you know how hard that can be? It's all based on how we communicate, how we communicate, how often we communicate. Let me say that. Am I fully committed? And can I truly trust this person? That's something to think about, y'all. So listen, if nothing else, I pray that y'all learn something today. We're going to continue to have these talks, these discussions called uncensored, you know, because I enjoy, I, I, I like to share some of my experiences and some of the things that I've learned and hope that it will be helpful to so many other people. So again, today's topic, today's discussion, let me say that, was on relationships, commitment, being fully committed, 100% both parties, being able to effectively communicate with the other person. And that's not always easy because sometimes people be speaking a different language. And, and, you know, you got to be able to learn that language. I know my husband's language. Sometimes I don't even have to say anything. And he already knows this is this. I, it's just and, and we're celebrating seven years. Praise God. In a couple of days, our anniversary is in a couple of days, seven years. But in seven years, we have grown to make adjustments. We've grown to communicate and we have definitely built a foundation of trust. So I pray that y'all have got, look, received something from this today. I am Miss Didi Datra M. Cooley here at the filling station. Y'all, I am super, super excited for all that's about to take place. For if you could, please, sir, please, ma'am, if nothing else, remember this. It's not as much as what has happened to you because things are going to happen. What really matters is how you respond to what has happened to you. Growth comes through your response. Remember that. Growth comes through your response. I am Miss Didi Datra M. Cooley. Until next time, y'all, be blessed as well as a blessing unto others.